and welcome to a special to oh, Beer oh, Bros oh. episode. We have been Very billing special. this one up big. It is our big brewery hop episode, essentially our hundredth episode uh, celebration. Essentially, uh, this is this we is might the, be still a few away, but this few, is a few away. But this is this is the big this is the big blowout. We are here at Dovetail Brewing to start our day. Uh, Rob is with me, of course. Absolutely. Rob, how, how are you liking Dovetail? This is your first time here, right? Yeah, it's a uh, you know it's a very kind of quaint, uh, you know, smaller brewery. Uh, I mean, the minute you walk in, though, you open those doors. I mean, you just get just a bunch of different types of smells. Usually, a lot more malt, I would say, uh, for the smells. But I mean, it's just it's wonderful. They got pretzels here. They got other kinds of foods. Uh, obviously, we know with Dovetail, it's more traditional. Uh, German, Polish, and Belgian beers, right? European styles, yes. Yeah. Uh, no IPAs or anything like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. Uh, but we, we have picked out a very delicious sounding beer. Uh, we apologize for the pronunciation, but we believe it's Graugiskia. Uh, it is... According uh, to Google. According, according to the Google. So... Um, Pale in color with a spirited effervescence. Uh, Grodziska is the specialty beer of its namesake town in Poland. More carbonated than Hefe and lower in alcohol, this 100% smoked wheat beer features light citrus-like overtones with a surprising glimmer of spice and smoke. Uh, we got... It is at 3.8% ABV. Oh, wow. So, Pretty very, very easy drinking. Yeah. Uh, comes in half a liter. So... We're, we're, we're starting off the right way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Rob, do you want to talk about the glass here for a little bit? The glass is really cool. Uh, it's just because it kind of, you know, it looks like a, I mean, it looks like I'm in Poland right now drinking yeah. drinking a beer. Uh, it's like the, um, I, now the beer is escaping me, but I know there's a, there's a Pilsner that has this style glass um, where it's kind of like, it's like a cone, like an upside down cone. Per se, <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the design is cool. You kind of get, uh, I believe that's you know, like the Polish flag type, um, and it says the name of the beer on there. Yep, yeah, it's got it's got it on there. Um, let's take a look at the beer itself. Kind of an interesting. It's like kind of layered in color a little bit. It is. Yeah, it's kind get, of deceiving. Yeah, you get like a lighter color on the bottom, and as you go up, it's a little bit more yellow and orange on yeah. the top, which. Interesting. I don't see that often with beer. Very cloudy as well. Rob, get a look at that. Let me let me tell me what you think. You smell the smoke right yeah, now. Yeah, that is. I a, mean, that's a that's a smoky, boy smoky right smelling there. beer. Uh, uh, very interesting. I, mean, I, I don't know if I've had many smoked wheat beers. I haven't either. I've had smoked cocktails and like I, I've had smoked old fashions before. I mean, this is like I would say the same type of like smoke consistency that okay. I would see with like a like a smoked cocktail. So this is really interesting. Alright. Well I mean hey without further ado, Rob, cheers. Cheers. There's only one way to find out. Mm. Ooh. You can really taste that smokiness. Wow. That's really smoky. It's I mean it's kind of the similar taste of like something you would get from like a smoky barbecue like a like a like a like a pork pork like a link like a shoulder or something, or something. Or, yeah like a pork a shoulder, shoulder. Uh, that is definitely like the kind of mouth feel and taste I'm getting from this yeah very interesting I'm not I don't know if I'm like a huge huge fan of it um, 
But, it's I mean, a lot. It's, 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 it, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I probably wouldn't say I don't get a whole lot of like Hefeweizen type of build to it. Yeah. You know, I don't get that banana clove or, you know, I, I think we've said in the past like bubblegum kind of like Bub- flavor. Yeah, bubblegum you know? flavor. I don't really get a lot of that. I get a little citrusness on the end of it. And I think it is um, it is a little bit more carbonated, so yeah. I think that probably is why we aren't getting as much of that other flavor. But uh, the smokiness is definitely in the forefront. That is, yeah, that is definitely definitely the big the big takeaway for taste on this one. Yeah, Rob, if you were to pair this with something, what would you pair? Uh, All right, Grau- Grauchiskia. Are you going to do a pretzel? I'm actually not going food at all. Mm. Uh, I'm a cigar guy, oh, and okay. I feel like this would complement a nice cigar. This would, really yeah. well. That's a that's that's a really good. Yeah, you know, beer is always hard to pair with a cigar. Yeah, usually I go like bourbon or like a whiskey yeah. or a scotch, but yeah, especially with that smoky I taste, I think this would. I think this would definitely get. Yeah, I think when it comes to food with this, I think you're gonna have a hard time just because that's smokiness. So I think. Yeah, cigar, you know, that barbecue kind of like... Yeah, like a smoked shoulder. Or, yeah, smoked uh, shoulder. Like, probably like fresh barbecue, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Like, not, not like your... Like, I, I think probably not slathered in barbecue sauce or anything. Like no. That. Just kind of straight up like meat. like a smoky sauce. Maybe, maybe like a dry rub instead. Ooh, that's... Um, I like that, actually. I, I, that's I, good yeah, call. I think like maybe like a brisket with a dry rub. I think that would be... Yep. I think that would probably be a really good pairing with this... Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, I mean, Cigars and Stripes. Uh, cigars and Stripes, they, they do have some really good smoked wings there. I think that would be perfect with this. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think you could That's do wait, you could do wings with a dry rub as well. Um, yeah, definitely a very interesting, interesting flavor. Um, Joe, do you have a time of year for this? That's what I'm trying to figure out right I now. I think it would fall best in fall. I think with that smokiness, you know, I think it'll give that little bit more of a warmer feel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it necessarily fits in the summer. I wouldn't drink this on the patio. I'm almost um, getting like a coriander type of a, like uh, aftertaste with Look it. at you. Coriander. I know. Well, it kind of, you know, like an Allagash White type of uh, aftertaste with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I would probably let him fall. It's a rainy day today, so maybe it fits a little bit better in yeah. this setting. I, I would agree uh, with but that. But if it were... If it were Nicer out we're on the patio. I think I would not enjoy this as much. I think it's a indoor beer or colder. Weather. Okay, I could see a campfire though too. Mm-hmm. I could see it around a campfire. Um, I'll say anything I'll probably about say, smoke. Yeah, I'll say fall time, maybe end of summer as well. Okay, um, you know, uh, like September. I think September is like prime month for for this type of beer. Yeah, yeah, I would uh, I would agree. Um, Rob, if you were scoring this, what would you what would you score? Um, we don't, uh, we, we, we might not have the resources to get our, yeah, I, I think people know. I might have to look for it later, but. We've got a few stops to make to, to get it right. So what, what, what would you score, uh, So I don't know if I want to give this quite over-reliable. Uh, the smokiness might wear on me after, after, you know, I could probably go two at a time and then I might have to switch to something else. Um, so I'm gonna go right below a reliable, like a 3.9. 3.9, okay. Um, I'm not super crazy about this one. I I do enjoy it, but I think this would definitely be a one and done. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily get it again. I I, I am enjoying it, but I think it's, it's it has lot. its time and place. Yeah. And I think probably on tap is when it's gonna be best. Yeah. Um, so I will give this a 3.25. It's enjoyable. 
uh, but I probably would go with a few other things over this one. Uh, Rob, any last notes here on Grouchy's Gear? I think that's it for me. Rob, we have a pretzel here from Dovetail. Oh, yeah. it's, it, it's technically not from Dovetail. It's from... I believe it was Bulldog was the name of the place? Uh, Beard and Belly. Beard and Belly. Or no, yeah. sorry. Just kidding. Bulldog Bakery. Yeah. Bulldog Bakery. So, uh, um, what, do, what do you think of the pretzel here? The pretzel is fine. Uh, I was kind of hoping it was, you know, maybe warm. You know, warmed up a little bit, but... You know, I think that's definitely the, the German style. Yeah. They, they just yeah. This. Um, the mustard, though, is phenomenal. The mustard is really good. Really good. Uh, it's... It's got the right amount of spice. Uh, it's not too overpowering, but it's a little creamy. And I think that's what really, um, I think that really complements the pretzel. Yeah, it's not it's not too grainy. I think mustard no. can get a little too grainy at times, but this really pairs well with the with the pretzel. And I think the creaminess helps with that being not as hot. It's right. It's more room temp. Yeah. So I think that definitely helps. I like it. Uh, Rob, any last notes here on dovetail as a whole? Uh, I, I mean, like the vibe. It's a very good vibe. I feel like the music isn't too like uh, too loud or anything. No. So you'll hear people's conversations. Yeah, you can have a a combo. I feel like, you know, kind of some some breweries don't really, you know, they're kind of unsure how to do it, how to balance that. This is a great vibe. I like it's a smaller bar. Yeah. They got a new bartender starting up here. uh, So that means, you know, they're seems like they're growing a little bit too. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Real good time. Yeah. Yeah. We're certainly going to check out the gift shop. And if people are looking for it, I mean, you might not hear this episode until after this, but they are having a Batch 100 Kolsch uh, yes. day tomorrow. We, mi- we, we we missed it by one day. <laughs> we were hoping... We, we tried to convince them to, uh, you know, <laughs> cut us some slack today. It did not work. did not work. did, did not did. They did said we work. could pay for a gr- Grudzika. <laughs> Grudzika, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so but yeah. we took that inside. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, but yeah, I... I Someday we're gonna make it, and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have ourselves a, a lot of Kolsch. I'm getting a lot more citrus the more I drink this, actually. So, mm. let me get another drink here. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. If maybe, it's maybe my taste buds adjusting, but like the smokiness has maybe. started to dissipate a little bit yes. more. Yes. Yes. It's not as prevalent. Yeah, I could certainly say I'm picking up a little bit more citrus on this. Yeah. So maybe kind of a kind of like a wine. You need like this type of beer to kind of breathe a little bit. Yeah. You know, you still it's, get the it's nice smoke. No yeah. yeah. <laughs> still get the nice smokiness, but uh, I'm getting a lot more citrusness. This is starting to become a little more enjoyable, actually. Cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, Dovetail's an awesome place. If you haven't been, uh, you know, pretty easy drive. It's, it's pretty close to a lot of breweries. It's yeah. Pretty, you know, Beguile is literally a block away. The Revolution's in the area. Uh, just a very good area here to to drink. So Absolutely. All right, Rob, any last notes? That's it for me. All right, folks, we are going to finish off these beers. Probably get another one. Um, Do maybe. a quick cheers. Well, we're not going to close out. But yeah, we're not closing out. But Here's gents. The, the changeover. And we're back. Back at it. We are back. We are, we have traveled a very long distance. <laughs> what? Uh, the, one block? One, one city block to Beguile <laughs> Brewing. Uh, we are still here. We are two beers in. Uh, yes. We had, we, had a, we had ourselves a little Kolsch at Dovetail. Just a little Kolsch. A little, little Kolsch. Just a little baby Kolsch. Uh, we've, uh, I've already broken the seal and bought merch. So <laughs> things are going to be rough for the wallet. But And hey. I broke the seal and went pee. 
Thanks, Rob. I don't think they need to hear that. Uh, <laughs> but we are here. Uh, Rob, what beer do we have from Beguiled Brewing? We have Beguiled Ducks Fly Together. This was recommended to us by the bartenders. Yeah. She, she gave us two suggestions. This was the one that we agreed on. I mean, the other one sounded very good. We might try it off air. We still air. might try that off air. Uh, yeah, but absolutely. This one, this one sounded like the best one for the pod. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, it's right up my alley. I, I love trying different types of lagers oh, and yeah. pilsners, especially... You say dry hop lager to me, um, I'm getting it. Yeah, uh, it's, it, you know, it's definitely becoming more popular. And yeah. And like, just a, a lager in the summer that just sounds very refreshing to yep. me. Sun's so, starting to come out here, too, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're still inside. We're actually right, currently, at Begah, we are sitting in their production area. Yes. Uh, they, they didn't let us. We snuck in. Don't. Okay. <laughs> there are bar- there's barrels set up here. We're just looking at all the all the, the kettle, kettle like the, yeah the kettles the, the tanks kettles the tanks you uh, know, we, the you can see line here. yeah you can see the kegs that are filled over here. There's like half a pallet of cans that are looking to be shipped out. Um, really cool. I, I yeah. like. I love a brewery that has a little seating area kind of next to the production area. Yeah. Buckle Down does it as well, but um, yeah, there, I, I feel like there's only kind of a few breweries that do that kind of thing. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very well spaced out too. It is. Uh, you have you, know, you have your tables in the middle and then we're we're currently on, on a bunch of barrels with some yep. chairs and I, I love a place that has the barrels set out. Me too. Uh, like a barrel's a good table. I love it. Yep. It's um, it's a little more quieter over here too, so I think the audio should be a little better. Oh, they just opened up the uh, Oh, the, now the patio the, uh, the patio door, so Yeah. The garage door is open. Garage, the patio is uh, about to be in full swing. Like I said, the sun's back out. Yeah, uh, I'm really loving, the, really loving the vibe here. Uh, it's a little, it's a little bit more lively, I would say, than Dovetail. Uh, yeah. I think Dovetail has a definitely more chiller vibe. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. I do love a good chill vibe. But, like this definitely just seems say, like a good hangout vibe. Yes. Um, no music though. I don't know if maybe they kind of put some music on later in the night. Maybe they have some live music. Not too sure, but. So it's a good vibe, like you said, Joe. Yeah, and they got they got board games. Always, always love to have that. Always so. a good time. I think um, we're missing like drunk Jake. That's the only thing, you know. It's a little dangerous in the production area. <laughs> I've seen these uh, Jenga piece sliding in. Uh, but let's let's go ahead and get to our beer here, Rob. Uh, did you say the description yet? I have not. Let's go ahead and read that description for Ducks Fly Together. Like I said, dry hop to lager. Medium bitter with orange rind and lemon zest notes. This easy drinking dry hopped American lagers ends with a biscuity malty finish. Wherever you're flying, V takes you and your crew. It's a great beer for sharing with friends and a perfect reminder that ducks fly together. <laughs> Do you like that? That's, oh, that's, what a neat slapper. That's clever. That's <laughs> clever right there. Well, Rob, uh, let's take a look at the beer itself. You were you were talking about this. You you love this glass. This is I a do. I love the shape glass. of it. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of that shorter type of pint. Yeah. Uh, with, the, with the curvature. Yeah, on the there. curvature it makes, it makes it easier to hold. I feel it does. Yeah. Uh, I love on the back. It says community supported brewing, Chicago, Illinois. It's. Uh, I, I feel like it just, especially in a lager, this is a type of. This is a type of um, glass that really. Uh, Really brings out the look of the of the of the beer. Yeah, uh, it's it's very picturesque. Uh, yes, the, the beer color it's, it's golden, like you know, 
maybe we'll have to step outside and have a, have a beer outside because might have to. This just this just like screams a perfect patio beer. It does, absolutely. Uh, well, I mean, Rob, hey, without further ado, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. Our glass is a little full. We don't want to spill in the mic. Rob already spilled. <laughs> I blame Joe for that. <laughs> Ooh. I feel like you get a nice like hoppy bitterness right on the forefront. Yeah. Well, it's not too, it's, it's, it's subtle, and it's very, you get a wave of refresh, refreshment. Yeah, it's kind of light on the finish, but very biscuity and yes. very bready. This is a fantastic beer. This is really good. Um, I mean, it goes down incredibly smooth. Do, do we have an ABV on this? Oh. Uh, my guess is going to be, let me put it in a guess. I'll say it's going to be 5.6%. Five exact. Oh, all right. So, I mean, that's very crisp, um, very easy going. I could probably crush five of these easily mm-hmm. without even thinking about it. This is a this is a beer that you buy a six pack of, and like you you can pop it in a cooler, hang out on the patio. Yeah. Maybe maybe you're watching a ball game or something like that. This is a excellent summer beer. Yeah. Uh, White Sox. I know you're not listening, but if you are, <laughs> put it in get, the craft cave. Yeah, put it in the craft cave. Put it on tap. This is something. I think that would be perfect for a ball game. Same with the Ricketts. I know they listen. Uh, <laughs> you, guys, you guys should put this in our little craft corner that we have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This. I mean, this beer is. Oh man. I mean, we're reaching. We're, we're reaching old reliable territory. We're not quite there oh. yet in terms of getting to the scores. No. But this is. Uh, this is really good, Rob. If you were to pair this with a food, what would you? What would you? What would you find is most ideal? So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, I could, I, I'm debating if I want to go pizza or burger. And I'm leaning more towards pizza, but on the garbage style of pizza. Meaning sausage, green peppers, onions, all all the fixings, olives. Because I feel like that slight kind of like bitter hoppiness at the forefront will really complement yeah. all the different flavors you get in a, what is it called, like Supreme, would you call that? Yeah, Supreme, it, it, it varies wherever you, Supreme, Spectral, Garbage, whatever you yeah. call it. So that's okay. what I'm going to go with, Thin uh, Crust. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah, I don't know if this would, I mean, it'll still be enjoyable, the deep dish, but you won't be able to enjoy as many of these. Exactly. The deep dish is very heavy. Um, yeah, I, yeah, this is really good. I'm gonna go with Chicago dogs. Okay. Uh, like, like going with that kind of patio aesthetic. You're drinking a few of these. You got the grill going. Uh, yeah, you're just yeah, sitting yeah. on the patio. You make you make a few Vienna beef hot dogs. I have a couple Chicago dogs. Got a couple Chicago dogs with this. Like, can't I, go wrong. I think I think like the onion and the relish would really mix well, like yeah. taste wise with this. Maybe even that little celery salt on top. Yep. Uh, I think I think this that would be a really good pairing together. Um, and obviously, I've kind of hinted at it. This is a summer beer for me. Absolutely. Oh, no doubt. Um, I probably could drink it year round, but mm-hmm. optimally, summertime. Yeah. This is. I mean, again, it's, grab a six pack of this when the weather's nice. Like it is really, really refreshing. Yep. Um, Rob. We have the scoring sheet. We up. do have the scoring sheet. Let's now. remind our listeners <laughs> what our scoring rubric is. So zero to one is sip sip dump. One to two if it's free. Two to three, one and done, not that great. Three to three point five, one and done, but we'll get again. Maybe didn't really work for the time. Three point five one to four is would get again. 
probably better on tap. Uh, 4 to 4.99 is an O-Reliable. And then 5, top tier, perfect beer. So, where to go with this? Yeah. I mean, I know it's an O-Reliable, but I'm just trying to decide how high I want to do you, want me, do you want me to set the tone? Yeah, I want you I'm to set the 4. tone. 4.85. This beer is wow. really good. I mean, this is the this is genuinely the first time we've had this beer. Uh, it, like, it's it's very rare to have a beer for the first time and, like, have a strong reaction yeah. like this where it's like, this is incredibly good. Yes. And, like, I just, I think anyone who, like, no matter what your kind of beer taste, taste palette. palette is, and, like, yeah. my dad, I think, would enjoy this beer. I think, uh, and I know Carolyn, my wife, one of the uh, seltzers, my wife, one of the seltzer sisters. Is that your Borat impression? Yeah. All right, we'll get a few more drinks. Yeah, we need we need some work on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think uh, I think Carolyn would like this, and she doesn't like anything hoppy. You know? Yeah, the the hop is incredible. It's really subtle. It is like the bitterness but it's just there enough yeah. to kind of remind you it's a dry hop lager correct yeah the bitterness lingers but it's not it, you know and, and to your point with the pizza it's not lingering enough where it's going to destroy your taste buds no you can still enjoy other things with this absolutely um, it's almost like a pilsner type of bitterness yeah actually I mean it, it, it drinks like a pilsner yeah it just it, how incredibly smooth it is um, um I don't want to get in the way of your score. What are you? What are you so scoring? this is tough. I obviously I could take some time and look back because I know I ranked like Bell's Oberon and Gumball Head. Those guys like in the four point seven, four point eight in the past. I'm not going to do that though. I'm just going to go four seven eight right here. So this is very good score. One of the yeah, one of the better beers I've had in a while. Yeah, this is really I mean, enjoy this. When we do our end of the year review, this is definitely going to be one of those beers that we look back on and say, man, like how did we how did we miss this for so long? I don't yeah. know how. I don't know how necessarily new it is, but... I'm not sure either. I know, you know, Joe and I were kind of talking about whether, you know, Joe was trying to decide if he's been here before. I think I have. Um, I know we were trying to figure out if we tried any beers. I remember I tried their Blonde in the past. The Blonde is really good. It's really refreshing. But um, this is just phenomenal. Yeah, this is, I mean, if if this is, you know... The bartender, uh, she she had also recommended a what was it, a rye a rye drop. Uh, I want to say it was rye, more, it was an IPA, right? It was the it was other like a recommendation rye beer or something like that? Oh, was it? Okay, something. it wasn't even an IPA then. Maybe not. Maybe it was. I. The, she said this one. This we'll one, probably go back and ask. We're her. gonna we're gonna have it. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna. She's she's already knocked out of the park. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a fantastic recommendation. If you guys have not been to Big Isle, if you've not tried, ducks fly together. This is a beer that I will stand on a barrel for. It's yeah. a unique <laughs> on my on my barrel soapbox, you gotta get ducks fly together. This is an awesome beer. I mean next time I'm at Vinny's, I'm gonna be looking for this. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I fully agree. Yeah. And again, five percent ABV, that is incredibly crushable. Very crushable. So, uh, responsible. <laughs> gotta put that in there. Uh, Rob, any last notes here on Beguile? Ducks fly together? Well, you know. Oh, man. Um, you know, I was kind of thinking, uh, my wife, <laughs> Carolyn. We're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> she believes that she can outdrink me. She really does. And we have, we have talked about going drink for drink. But we're trying to figure out what we would. 
go with? I know she would do White Claw. White Claws are 5% ABV. Smoker. I feel like this is the beer I could smoke her with. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would agree. Yeah? Uh, I mean, obviously you have to find out if she likes it first. I think she will. Well, no, no. I'm letting her drink her White Claws. Oh. I'm going to drink this and okay. smoke her with it. Yeah. Oh, I think, I think you could, yeah. yeah. Just buy like a whole case of it. Because it's not heavy enough where it's going to weigh on you. No, it's, you know? yeah, it, it's, it's settling in very nicely. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's definitely like, it's light enough where I'm like, I could probably eat something with this. I, I you know, I yeah. could definitely down a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a good beer to have with a meal. Yes. Uh, there are some beers that, like, the, the the beer we had at Dovetail, maybe not the best beer for a, a meal, per se. Right, right. This one... Definitely a you meal could, beer. Yeah, you could absolutely have with anything and still enjoy the beer and the food. Uh, I mean, Rob, this is... A, this is it's a good start. This is... Did we... I hope we didn't hit. Our we peak. didn't hit the peak. No, no, no. We got because we, we got four, three more places, five more breweries to go to. Yeah. Or no, six more. Six, six more, six breweries. more breweries to go to. <laughs> uh, we could be in trouble here. Oof. Uh, two a clip at each brewery, maybe more of this. Who knows? That's all right. We just need more food. We'll be good. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, hey, if you haven't been to Big Isle, check it out. You can also hit up Dovetail while you're here. Uh, it's in the Ravenswood area. They're literally a block apart from each other. Yep. Take an Uber here. I believe uh, the Brown Line drops you off pretty close here. So take 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 public transit. Don't drink and drive. Rob, gents, gents and ladies, we'll see you at Haymarket. Cheers. And we are back. Back at, at it. Stop number three on this brewery tour. We are at Haymarket Brewing Company. In the West Loop on yep. off Randolph Street, Rob, you have been here. I have been here. What's your What's your impression here? Um, so it does not feel like a brewery here. You'll walk in and it's really like a like a pub. It's a pub style. It's yeah. like a sports bar type of feel to it. There's probably I don't know 25 TVs here at yeah. least. I think like a good. Comparison is rock bottom. Yeah, that's like, a great, like, like, you know, great like, comparison. You got like the brewing equipment kind of in the back. You can see it, but yep. definitely, I think the restaurant vibe is really more of what they want to, what they want to emphasize more. Right. I mean, they they also emphasize their beer, but they, they are also putting a lot of effort into their food and stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, they got their other location in Bridgman, Michigan, which we're not sure. We we might have to look this up. I'm not sure what the original location. I'm pretty is. sure this is the original. I think it's Bridgman. We'll see who's right. We'll see who's right. One of us we'll has to. to one of us has to be right. We'll have to ask someone. Maybe who knows? But, who knows? So what I think is, I think Bridgman does most of the production beer there, and then they ship it here to serve. I can see that. It certainly makes sense. But do they have like more of like a food atmosphere there? Maybe not. Maybe it's just more of just a brew pub. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but Rob, what beer do we have with us today? We at have we have relief peacher. You get it? Like not pitcher, but well, why is it pe- why is it peacher, Rob? Because it's a peach American IPA. <laughs> so it's an American IPA with fresh peach juice, brewed with Pils malt and a touch of wheat and Munich, all mosaic hopped and dry hopped. Right. So, uh, I mean, we're hitting upon a lot of the key things we look for in beers, right? Yeah, absolutely. IPA-wise, I mean, dry hopped, mosaic hopped. I mean, 
Sometimes a little, little fruit, citrus thrown in there to yeah. balance everything out. A little pills malt. I, I kind of like that as well. Uh, Glass-wise, Rob, we got this, we got the same kind of curvature same glass thing from Beguile. From Beguile, doesn't have the logo on it, but still kind of the, yeah, that real slick-looking glass that kind of really uh, emphasizes the look of the beer. You do get that faint peach smell off of this if you if you get yeah. that smell. It's not too uh, not, not too overpowering. Might help its case, but Rob, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. Wow, wow, wow. The peach flavor is, I wouldn't a say lot. like super strong, but it is, it is prevalent. Everything almost. Yeah. I would say. I, 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 I think it balances, it, it cuts through a lot of the hoppy and bitterness that, yeah, there's that a slight, comes with this. There's a slight dry finish to it, I would say. You know, probably helped from the mosaic hops, yeah. but I mean, the peach part is mostly in the forefront. Yeah, yeah, peach is definitely the key wow. ingredient here. Um, I think if you aren't a peach wow. fan, your mileage will probably vary on this. Yeah, this is. Um, are you a peach? Are you a peach guy, Rob? I do like peaches. It's just, I think I liked them more as a kid, though. You okay. know, I kind of think about. Uh, you've talked about them, the little peach cups. No. Yep. Uh, or I remember like peaches in a can. Yeah. You know, but I, you know, as an adult. Could you eat peach for hours? Probably not. Do you know that's from? No. It's face off. <laughs> It's been a while since I've seen that movie. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's definitely like that kind of artificial peach flavor as opposed to that fresh peach flavor. Yeah. You know, I don't think you're going to get a necessarily fresh ta you know, taste from this, but... No, it's... Yeah, it's like eating a, a peach cup. Yeah. I think your mileage... I, I think your mileage will vary independent. It's... It's very reminiscent of Bleacher Bum from Spiteful. I don't know if you've had well, that Well, that's beer. a good comparison. Uh, yeah. It, both both are peach-based beers. Um, I think Bleacher Bum is a little bit more refreshing than this one, but I think this can still be enjoyed in the summer. What are you eating with this, Joe? That's going to be a tough one. I think because of the peach, the just the stronger peach flavor, that's going to limit what you can have with this. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think it's going to go well with any kind of meat. I feel like maybe, maybe like a like a pork or something like that. It could go well with, but I'm probably not necessarily going right for it. I mean, the peach cup is probably what what would make most sense. Maybe a fruit okay. salad, something like that. Maybe this might be a beer that's best enjoyed by itself. So I'm gonna go off your first part. Um, I'm gonna do some kind of like wings or like barbecue with okay. like kind of like a citrus type of like sauce in it. Okay. Or maybe even a dry rub to kind of cut through some of that That's sweet fair. peach taste. I mean, would you consider peach like citrus? Probably not. Maybe some, okay. but it's not. It's not like super citrusy. It's more sweet than yeah. it is citrus. I need something to cut through it though, and I, I feel like something like. Um, I feel like something dry rubbed, either wings or, I don't know, some kind of going off from what we were talking about at Beguile's, like a pork shoulder. Okay. Something uh, like dovetail. that. Dovetail. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, something cut through kind of that peach sweetness. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what would you say is your most optimal time you're going to enjoy this beer? I mean, definitely summertime, yeah. just because of the peach flavor. 
I mean, it's going to remind you of warmer days right away. I definitely would not drink this in the winter months. No. Uh, maybe in the fall, but still, it's not most optimal in summer. I would agree. I would certainly agree. What are you scoring Relief Peacher IPA? I know you're not a sweet guy, so I, I figure this, this uh, might be a lower score. Yeah, it's, it's tough for me. Um, I'm trying to debate if I would get this again. That's my. That's the biggest. Uh, the biggest thing for me. I, I don't hate is, it. I think this is for sure a one and done. I think the peach flavor. If peach isn't your thing, it's just not. It's not gonna be as enjoyable. Yeah. I don't think it's a horrible beer, but I'll go two point nine five. So I'm gonna go below a three just because I don't know if I would get it again. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if I'd necessarily chase this one again. No. Um, I could certainly see myself if it was available at like a ball game or something. Or, Sure. Maybe if I was sitting on the patio, I might have a different reaction to it. I'm going to give this a 2.75. It's it's okay. It's not my favorite. Peach is a hard beer to do well in a beer. Yeah, it's hard flavor pro, uh, yeah. profile too, especially to put at the forefront of everything. It it just I don't know. I was kind of hoping for. I was hoping the table shifted on us there, folks. <laughs> I was hoping maybe the mosaic hop. Yeah. would kind of balance it better and it just it didn't do that that's fair it's more peachy very fair very fair also um, we are coming off one of our favorite beers that we've had in a it's while. a hard it's a hard comparison you know um, but we I want we want to try new new different things someone's dying back there yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> but we want to try something new something different for each for each place Sure. Um, so, you know, it's certainly, if peach is something that you like, I think you will really enjoy this beer. Yeah. But if, if peach is not necessarily your favorite flavor or even favorite fruit, you might want to look elsewhere. There's a blood orange beer that I know is very highly regarded here at Haymarket. Uh, Alistair at Haymarket is a great beer. What about Hazy is Lazy? Uh, you know, hey, we, we, <laughs> we briefly thought about throwing Hazy is Lazy back on the show. I don't know if we're quite there yet. But we will. Uh, we'll, get we'll get there. We'll get there. But in terms of vibe, I think Haymarket is a really cool spot to go. It is. It's very cool. I love the vibe of it. You know, like we said, it's not a brewery type of vibe. It's, it's not. A it's sports not, bar. It is not your. Yeah, it's not your typical brewery. Typical. Yes. Like, it is a brewery. It is just not your typical vibe. It is definitely heavier on the restaurant aesthetic as right. opposed to a brewery aesthetic. Well, uh, we ordered some food though here. Joe, what did we, we get? Yeah, we got the cheese curds. We wanted to get a little, little substance before we head to Cruz Blanca, which is where we're going to be. Is where I'm going to be eating at least. Rob might be getting a pizza here. Uh, you debating know, it, it. Debating it, but it's it's a pretty it's a pretty solid cheese curd. They got a little spicy mayo here. Very white of us to be like, ooh, a spicy mayo. <laughs> um, but it's very solid. I'm enjoying it. It is. I honestly like just eating the cheese curds on their own with with the beer. I think actually is kind of start is the saltiness is cutting through that sweetness, so that's helping. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a whirl here, live on. Don't even dip it in the spicy mayo. Just you know, I don't want to take this whole clump. Just eat one on its own. I, I think it goes actually pretty decent with the beer. All right, riff for me, Phil. It was kind of my riff. I will say though, I am a big spicy mayo person. I feel like anytime I see something with this on the side with any kind of like appetizer, it could be onion rings, it could be fries, it could be uh, oh, yeah. uh, poutine. Okay. I'm getting it. 
Um, I will definitely agree with your sentiment here. It definitely does help cut through that sweet, uh, you know, use that salty sweet combo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely think if you're going to enjoy this, I think maybe something salty is going to help just cut through that. Right. Taste. Very good. Absolutely. Very, very good call, Rob. Thank Gold you. star today. Gold star today. <laughs> Payball? I don't know. I don't know if it's in the budget. All right. I have to talk I'm, to the board. I'm being too. I'm being too upfront. I'm sorry. You, know you can pet Bonnie tonight. How about that? You can pet Bonnie. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> By the way, Bonnie did not come. Todd's with us. He is not paid for any of the drinks. No. What he a paid dick. for everything. What a dick. Today. I mean, it's all on Rob's credit card, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Rob, any last notes here on Haymarket or Relief Peacher? Um, you know, I also wanted to say just being in the West Loop, it's a great area. There's a lot of other restaurants around the area as well. Yeah, I think and this is a good it's pretty chain. central to the to the, the Chicagoland area. It is. Right? Yeah, I mean, Chicago, you're, you're literally like a block away from the Green Line. Yeah. We're going to be taking that to our next destination yeah. uh, after Cruz Blanca. I think Haymarket is also a good kind of change up from your typical... Kind of, you know, I think a lot of things in the West are a little bit more upscale, a little bit more fancy, maybe if you want to say. <laughs> yes. But I think this is a good change up. Like it's definitely kind of your more like, like you said, like sports bar and grill, brewery, like a little, little bit, a little bit more like maybe our speed as, as opposed to we're not. A, Rob and I, surprise, surprise, aren't that fancy with our selves. No, especially <laughs> when we eat. You know, we just kind of. You know, we're, we're a little savage. Yeah, we're kind yeah. of savages. Rob's already got a marinara blotch on his plate. You know, it's, yeah. it's a mess. And my shirt. <laughs> it's just, it is true. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, definitely, I, I do like Haymarket. They have they have pretty solid food. I have had a meal. You know, I've had their, yeah. believe, I believe I want to say I had a burger here, and it was really yeah. good. Yeah, I believe their burger's really good. They have very good beers here. Yes. Um, so, definitely, if you're, if you're in the West Loop, if you're looking for a good change of pace, if you're looking for a little food that's, you know, maybe a little bit more reasonably priced than some of the places here, check out Haymarket. Absolutely. Completely right. agree. Rob, unless we got anything else, let's uh, close this out. Let's, let's smash these cheese curds and we'll head on over to Cruz Blanca. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Don't call me your friend. And we are here. It is stop number Back four on the, on the brewery crawl. Stop four or five. Brewery number four of eight. Yeah, I think it's time to get a meal in right yeah, now. Yeah, we're getting a meal. We're, we're going to be ordering ourselves a burrito here from Cruz Blanca, but we are also going to have ourselves a beer while we're here, of course. Oh, and we got a absolutely. little chips and guac, guac too. You got. You, I feel you like anytime you go to like a Mexican restaurant or like Mexican style brewery with a restaurant, chips and guac, chips and salsa, always the way to go to that's start that's your meal. It's like getting breaded like an outback. Yeah. You have to do it. Or an Italian restaurant, yeah, bread right. with the olive oil. Oh, you know? yeah. I agree. Rob, what beer do we have on tap? Uh, sampling today. So we have La Floridita Orange. Yeah. So they uh, it's, have, a, it's a mimosa style. Yes. It's a wheat beer. They have another one that's hibiscus and passion fruit as well. We opted to go with the orange though because, well, if you guys haven't been listening, Joe and I like citrus-style beers. <laughs> oh yeah, very much so. And mimosas are delicious. Absolutely. Um, Rob, let, let's let's talk about the glass here at our cru- the Cruz Blanca vibe. We are outside. We are outside of it. We're 
We're not inside, but the patio here is awesome. We're like right on the street. Yes. On Randolph Street here. Um, so it's kind of like a wine ride. glass. It is. Yeah. Say. I mean, it's like it's, I mean, not. It's not like a champagne flute, but yeah, I would definitely no. say, definitely, definitely it's, a wine glass kind of style. It's got the stem of like a wine glass, mm-hmm. and then up top is you know the actual you know the actual glass, which Correct. is more like I guess a wine glass without the stem. It's right. just it's kind of interesting, you know, like but. I, know, I feel like more and more breweries are kind of hopping on this trend of glasses. I know that Milk Money in downtown LaGrange has hopped on this. They're starting to use these glasses more. So, kind of interesting. But what are you smelling from this? Uh, yeah, I'm not picking up a lot of citrus. I'm definitely getting more of the wheat smell on this. Yeah. Uh, not picking up a lot of orange it's smell. Not really any, any citrus but in this, actually. That, that might be all right. We do like a wheat yeah. beer, so it, 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 we could be okay. But, Rob... There's only one way to find out. Let's get Cheers. to it. Ooh. Ooh. It has a very subtle build to that, but it is very, very good. I really like it. it yeah, it's got a nice orange aftertaste, I would say. Um, kind of weedy on the forefront. And then, yeah, it just finishes with a nice orange refreshment. Yeah, I don't think it's too complex. No, I mean it's actually it actually goes down very very easily too. Yeah, and I believe it's you know, somewhere in the I believe four point five five percent ABV. Uh, if you want to get that, it should be on the menu. We should be able to check that. It is five percent on 5%, the dot. Five percent. So I mean, it, very easy going. I think it's perfect for this kind of weather outside on a patio. Um, it, you know that, that the citrus is not too citrusy where you're yeah. like getting a lot of tang but the the wheat i think helps really balance that out yeah it just says i mean on their menu a hazy tart and effervescent wheat ale liberally dosed with orange mm-hmm. for supreme refreshment yeah yeah i'm not seeing not much wrong with this beer this is a very delicious beer no and i think it kind of pairs well with the chips and guac that we got right here you know just because i like a you know, a little lime in my guac, and I feel like any kind of citrus notes are going to pair well all together. It doesn't matter if it's lime, orange, lemon. It's still going to all pair well together. A little tartness with your guac, I think, goes a long way. Yeah, I think that tartness, too, is going to help them, you know, combat maybe some of the heat that comes. I mean, these salsas aren't very hot, per se, but, uh, you know, it's going to it's gonna help kind of combat that, maybe smooth out smooth out the taste buds a little bit. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Swallowed air. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I think this really pairs well. I, I'll be interested to see how it pairs well with other food as well. Yeah, I feel um, like I, I really want to try this with tacos. Now, to, not to get into like food pairing, but right away. Well, but I get guess it, but we get are into getting, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to try this with like a, like, just any kind of street tacos. I feel like it would pair what perfectly. Meat you, what meat are you going with? Which is your preferred? I'll go steak. Okay. I feel like I want some steak here. Um, you know what? Actually, no, I'm going to change it. I want to do chicken. I feel like citrus soaks more into chicken as opposed to uh, as opposed to like darker meats. So I will go with chicken here. I feel like it would pair perfectly with this. You're kind of going more, uh, you know, this is kind of a lighter beer. I want a lighter meat. I, I feel like it pairs perfectly. I'm going to join you on the taco train, but I'm going to go El Pastor. I think with already that pineapple added to that, yeah. that citrus is already going to be there to pair really nicely with this one. Um, so, yeah, I think if you get yourself a nice plate of El Pastor tacos with 
some onions and cilantro. Um, I think I think those citruses are really going to help kind of come uh, you know complement each other and make make the beer and the tacos themselves just really good. Yes. Oop, people uh, are walking by with do rag donuts, Rob. Might have to get some. I have never had two right donuts. Joe, what is the donut to go to go with it? Oh, well, not to get too off track here, <laughs> but uh, it's the buttermilk with buttermilk chocolate frosted. It's I the mean, best. We might as well talk about the area though, real quick. Yeah, I mean the West Loop is all. You know, we were, we were at Haymarket, but now we're getting a little bit more into the to the heart of it. Uh, Cruz Blanca's here. We've got uh, JP Graziano behind us. Right. That is a sandwich place that Rob and I have gone to. Previously, for an episode that we did, uh, the uh, beer pickup, our, our curbside yeah, pickup Yeah, curbside episode. pickup episode back in, uh, was it 2020? 2020, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of, if you can't find a place here, I don't know what to tell you. There's Parlor Pizza, one of the best pizzas in the, in the city. Uh, Punchable Social, Little Goat, Little Goat Tavern, Asha Falls here. a lot here. to do down here. Yeah, uh, yeah this, is, this is the spot to be. Uh, it's definitely a yuppie area, I suppose, is what, what some people might call it. Yeah, what the locals would say. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, and Cruz Blanca is a perfect fit into here. Uh, the, the patio is really nice here. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, time of year, I think we're all in agreement. This summer. is a summer, summer beer. beer. <laughs> easy, easy peasy on that one. Uh, definitely a summer beer. Want to enjoy it that way. Um, yeah, I, I mean... I could see myself kind of, I don't know if they do a six-pack of this right now, but I could certainly see this be like a beat, a good beach beer. Yeah, uh, I could too. Yeah, if maybe you're not like a White Claw fan, this might be a good, this might be a good kind of alternative to that. You get that citrusness, you get that kind of beach vibe from it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm really enjoying this one. Where are you scoring this? Stuff. I don't know if I would put it necessarily old reliable. Yeah. I think, I think after a while, I think the citrus will wear on you. But this is really good. I definitely would get this again. Uh, obviously, we're trying it on tap, so this um, is this like, is the yeah. freshest it's going to be. Right. I'm going to give this a 3.85. This is a really solid beer, um, and I, I think yeah, you, you could really find some enjoyment out of this one. So I'm going to go just a bit below you. I'm going to go at 3.75. Like Joe said, you know, that orange and, and citrusness, you know, that slight sweetness might wear on you after a while. Yeah. You know, I could probably go two or three. Three definitely the max, though. Yeah. Um, but I, I really like that point about drinking this on a beach. Yeah. I really like that setting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If this if I were somehow on a on a beach in Mexico and this was available, I don't know if they reach out to Mexico at this point. Probably, <laughs> probably not. I think this would be really, really tasty. Stuff them in your suitcase, maybe. Uh, no, that one. That uh, we we at the beer bros do not condone uh, smuggling in foreign <laughs> products to a no. foreign country uh, <laughs> for the legal team there. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, even if you're if you're on Lake Michigan, at Lake Michigan at the beach there, get yourself a six pack of this. I think this will be yeah. really good. And if if you're in the West Loop. Head to Cruz Blanca. They, uh, Absolutely. If you're looking for a great cookie, the stoner cookie from Cruz Blanca, I specifically... Are you going to get it? I think I'm going to get it. I don't know oh, if I'm going to eat it today. Okay. I, might, I might have it for a little later when I do a little puff puff. Okay. Uh, but I specifically did a beer pickup from here in 2020 because of the cookie. I highly recommend it. Awesome. There is coconut in there. I will I will warn you. It's, but it's good. I can't. It's delicious. I can't do it. I can't do it. 
get one, try a little bit. If you don't like it, I'll eat it. I'll pay for it. All right, that's fair. <laughs> Perfect. You had me at, I'll pay for it. <laughs> it's that last key. Uh, Rob, anything else on Cruz Blanca and La Florida? I am just very excited to try the food. Yes, Rob we and I. the chips and guac, we mentioned about that, but I cannot wait to see. Yeah, Rob and I are both going to be trying the Cali burrito, I believe. I, yes. I, believe. I believe you're joining me on this train. It's got Oshaval fries on it. I think this could be a very delicious meal we're yeah. about to have. Oh, it's going to be phenomenal. Uh, we'll, we'll let you guys know on the other end of this of this podcast how that was when we reached District Brew Yards. But, Rob, if you don't have anything else, let's close this bad boy out. Cheers. Cheers. And we are back. Back for the last leg it's of it. It's the last leg. We've got potentially four breweries here. One of us, one of us we'll might see. be tapping out. <laughs> uh, we we are here. District Brew Yards. We've made it. And round number one of District Brew Yards. Had to get a coffee uh, in between. Yeah, we got, we got ourselves a little. Co- well, Rob got himself a little coffee from <laughs> Do Right Donuts. We picked up a couple donuts from there. Rob's never had it, so I had to have him try it. Um, so far, impressed by the iced coffee. It's it's a pretty good cold brew. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, hopefully the beer is just as good as the cold brew. Uh, I'm sure it'll be better. We we have gotten to <laughs> just brew yards. We are having Casa de Humilde for round one. Rob, what is the beer we have from here? So we have Fermé. Sounds right. Is that how you pronounce it? Seems right. Fermi, not like Fermi Lab. Ferme. I would say like Ferme. Yeah, Ferme. From Casa de Humilde. Uh, it's an IPA. Brewed with Cascade and Amarillo hops. Pleasant grapefruit flavor. Medium bitterness. Excited. Yes. Uh, this one's good. I, I did a full pour. Rob did not. <laughs> I did uh Rob's probably playing the smart game. Three fifths. Three. I was about to say three fourths. It's definitely not seventy-five percent. I would say it's half. That's not half. That's more than half. I don't know. <laughs> we'll get a, we'll, we'll get a, we'll get an official measurement. Uh, Rob, this is your first time at District Brew Yard. Yes. What is your so far your impression of District Brew Yard? I mean, this place is. Pretty cool, really cool. Um, I mean, it's it is flooded with people. You can tell why it's a good time, though. I mean, they have a nice outdoor patio. They have food here. I mean, you walk right in. You go up to the to the cashier, and they punch in some numbers. They, you know, you, you grab your credit card. They give you a card to put into the self-pour machines, you pour your own beers. I mean, it, it doesn't get much better than pouring your own beer. It's, yeah. You, you, you can go at your own pace. Yes. If you want to sample a beer, you can do a quick pour. Yep. It's only going to cost you one or two bucks to do it. Right. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a an awesome thing. You know, a lot more, I think a lot more places are starting, you know, similar to this are starting to pop up. We need more of these, yes, to be absolutely. honest. Yeah. Maybe it's not COVID friendly, yeah, per se. Yeah, probably not. But, you know. You, you, you live with what you live with. Hey, uh, if you're boosted, you know. If you've done what if, if you've done what the scientists say, you should be okay. Dude. Just don't put your mouth to the to the tap. 
like Rob did. Uh, he got yeah. ex- They he almost got, kicked me out. He got but... excited. He yeah. got excited. <laughs> um, yeah, if you haven't been to Distributor Yards, it's awesome stuff. Uh, it's right, it's like a block away from the Green Lines, Green Green and Pink Line Ashland stop. Uh, if you're at Goose Island and you're looking for another spot, come over here. There's four breweries. Uh, there's at least eight uh, eight beers on tap for each one. So a really really so I mean. The Green Line Ashland stop, or Green Line and Pink Line Ashland stop, is brewery central here. Let's just say you're half a mi- less than half a mile away from Goose Island. Yeah. Meaning it's like a two-hour car ride, and two-hour car ride. I'm sorry, that's a two, long way. A two-minute car ride, a ten-minute walk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a awesome spot. Really cool kind of scenery around here too. Yeah. The LR artwork, it's kind of in the industrial district, so like you do, but we do have a straight shot at the Sears Tower right here. Uh, just a really, really cool vibe. It's a great point out right there. Yeah, it, it's a cool area, yeah. very cool area. But Rob, let's get to Casa de Humilde's beer here, Ferme. Uh, do, you, do you have any smelling notes? Man, you are getting, um, I am getting a little bit of that grapefruit. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's it's a lot of hops right off the smell. Um, we'll see. I, Six point three percent. We'll see if I like this. Well, Rob, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. What do you what do, what do you think, Rob? Man, um, Uh-oh. I'm not a big fan actually. It's what, a little what are, too much. What aren't you liking? It's a little too much grapefruit. Really? Yeah. I think it's a little it's a little much on the bitterness, especially the aftertaste. I'm kind of glad I didn't get a full pour. Dork. Uh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, that's tough. I, too heavy? Is it yeah, too... It's probably a little too heavy. Like I said, the the aftertaste of the grapefruit lingers. I feel like it kind of lingers on the back of my tongue. The bitterness is strong. I'm just, I'm not a big fan of it. Do you guys still have good in here? Oh, you can sit here. Go ahead. Um, I mean, I'm enjoying this. I think, yes, there is. I feel like this is right up your alley, right? I mean, uh, I wouldn't say it's directly up the alley, but it's... I think I, it could use a little bit more grapefruit to cut through some of this bitterness that is there. I mean, I guess grapefruit is bitter, too, yeah. so I guess that doesn't make sense. Grapefruit has um, kind of more bitter aftertaste. Maybe maybe a little extra citrus in here would, would go a long way, cutting through a lot of maybe this. Maybe some more orange or, like, citrusness. Lemon or something like that. Yeah, yeah something. Throw, throw something in there. I think that would make it a lot better. Um, I think it's good. It is, it is sitting a little heavier, I, I, I will say. It is, it is a heavier drink. Uh, it is not deceptively smooth. At 6.3%, you're going to want to be careful with this one. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, 6.3%. You would expect it to be a little higher than that, actually. Well, yeah. Yeah, like, just the, how, how like heavy the taste eights? is. Yeah. Maybe sevens, yeah. Okay. Uh, Rob, would you, would you pair this with anything? Do, would you be able to find something to pair this with that you would enjoy? Um... You know, I'm kind of struggling with that. If I had to, I probably would lean more towards an appetizer. Okay. Um, I 
I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for even like. Sometimes, sometimes just, the beer just isn't good. It's okay. It's just we understand. It doesn't work for me. I, You're not going to get the sponsorship. Yeah, we're not. Definitely not. Well, I am. You were. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, I mean, it, yeah. I think this is an appetizer. You could go onion ring. You could, you could do your kind of classic. Maybe the cheese curds. Maybe cheese curd, something like that. Uh, yeah, I, the the bitterness is very strong in this. Ooh, so. Um, how about you ever go to a like any kind of restaurant and they have homemade chips? Yeah, like kettle cooked chips. Yeah, but yeah. with French onion dip, where they make a homemade French onion dip. I can't say I go to many places like that. Okay. No. I have been to a couple places. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Uh, I'll pick that. All right. Just because the there onion is. might kind of. Do you would you be able to recommend a taste. time of year for this, Rob? I'd probably say springtime, if anything. It, I think this is most enjoyed in the spring. I think it's a little too hot for this right now. Yeah. I think if you get in that 50s to 60s territory, I think that's going to be its best time. Right. Not that it's like a bad day out, but, you know, it's a little breezy. But yeah, yeah. it definitely needs to be a little cooler. It needs to be 60s, 70s. I feel like it's really optimal for the, this kind of beer. Correct. Agreed. All right, Rob. Moment of truth. What are we scoring? Casa de Humildes. Ferment. Trying to go back to the score rubric. Would you like me to go first? No, I got this. Go ahead. It's a one and done for okay. me. It's a one and done, not that great. I probably would not get it again. I'm going to go with a 2.25. 2.25. Uh, I'm going to join you in that category. I, I, I don't think I would seek this one out again. This is the freshest we're going to have it. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I think I probably would have preferred... Relief Peacher to this. I will give this a 2.50. 2.50. I think it's it's certainly fine. I think it has its fans, but it could be a lot better. It could be. It's just... Uh, I think part of it is also drinking it this later in the day after we've been to, what, four breweries now? Four breweries have... Two beers a clip at each. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna start to wear on you a little bit. Certainly, uh, certainly proceed with caution. Maybe it would taste better with with just being the first beer, but um, it is a it is a little bit smoother as I dr- sit here and drink it. But it's not terrible. And that's kind of the, one of the other things we've talked about on the podcast. You know, as we drink these beers more and more, you know, as opposed to just sipping it for while we're recording you know we either come to like it more or i think we come to like it less yeah so you know i think that's part of it maybe it is like you said joe maybe it's a grower not a shower (laughs) (laughs) yeah we will yeah it's it's certainly not a ultimate winner but i think it 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 can have its fans it's just not it's not my favorite yeah yeah all right well at least the ambiance is nice it is it's a very... Uh, we just lost our table mates. Yeah, we did. I think we scared them away. <laughs> they uh, didn't want to be recorded, <laughs> which I don't blame them. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, Rob, we're going to attempt to finish these. You don't have to if you don't want to. And we'll we, will, we will get into our next beer, likely from around the bend. Absolutely. Can't wait for that. All right. Well, see you then. Cheers.
Alrighty, we We're are back. back. Number six on the stop. We are at, we are now doing Around the Bend. Rob, what have you chosen for us? I chose Juice Trials, and we did try, from Around the Bend, we have done the Pistachio Cream Ale, I want to say it yep. was. And Ghost Electricity. Yes. Yep. Both really solid beers. I could have chosen both those, but, you know, since we both, since we had that on the podcast before, yes. I saw a Hazy up there. You guys know how I feel about Hazy's. I actually like them quite a bit. Juice Trials, uh, just a little description here. This trial puts Mosaic, Equinot, Citra to the test. Big hits of tropical fruit, citrus, will eliminate from your glass. A softer mouthfeel accentuates the juice. Interesting. And that looks like 7% ABV. 7%. So yep. We are slowly rising up in that ABV yes. category. We might need to look at a... We probably should have played this the other way we and probably, done uh, higher uh, ABVs, but, you know... I thought you got to do a slower build, so I think we're doing it right. You think so? Okay. Yeah, I think you want to slowly get up to the higher... You know, All I don't right. think you want to start too high. But I think we will start to taper off here. I think, I think we'll probably look for a Pilsner here in, in one of the, either Burt City or Bold Dog. Probably. But uh, let's let's get a little quick sniff test here. Are you picking up on it? A lot of citrus notes. Yeah. I feel like I pick up on like a pineapple smell. Are yeah. you getting that? Yeah, I'm getting yeah a little pineapple. Definitely, definitely a very citrusy smell. A little zesty. I don't know if I'd use zest. Like a lemon I, zest, I guess. I, 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 suppose, say. I suppose I could see that, yeah. It's it's not too much out of the realm of possibility. But, I mean, it smells very much like your traditional hazy IPA. But, Rob, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. That was a good one. Okay. It goes down very lightly. Like, I don't yeah. think it's bursting with flavor. There's a... There's definitely like a little creamy mouthfeel to it. Kind of reminds me I, I of the like same mouthfeel as Alarmus Lay Juice. Obviously, yeah. not the smoothness of Lay, Lay Juice, but that mouthfeel de definitely reminds me of it. I think that's definitely like kind of an around the bend thing. Like, I think you do get a little bit more creaminess from a lot of their beers. I think it might just be their base. Yeah. Uh, but you do get like. It's not. It's a very subtle citrus taste. I don't think it's exploding with flavor. Yeah. But it, it, it's very subtle and I don't know if I want to call it deceptively smooth, but it is very easy going. It is. I Just because of that creaminess, it might wear on you after a while. Um, you might have to switch it up to something else, like a Pilsner or a Lager. But, you know, for the right amount of tasting that we have here, yeah. I feel like it's perfect. Yeah I, think, I, yeah, I think a full pour would probably be a little bit too much, but half pour that we did here, I think that's probably going to be our better yeah. our better move here. It's enjoyable as as it is right here. Um, there's a slight tartness, I feel like, with, with kind of some of the citrus notes, but it's not too overpowering. I mean, no. it, I mean it, it goes down like a hazy. It's it, not... It kind of has a sweet little touch to it. Like it's not, it's not too sweet, but it's actually pretty pleasant. If I'm gonna, if I'm being completely honest, I think the creaminess outweighs it for me, though. It, yeah, it, your mileage will vary on creaminess. If you're not a creamy kind of fan, I think you might not like it. Yeah, I don't mind the creaminess. I, I think, especially currently in my current state, and I think your current state. It is helping going down a little bit easier, especially after Firm uh, Firme, which was a little bit more 
heavy yeah. on the drinking. Like I think this is a little bit easier to the palate. But kind of diving into like time of year, I probably wouldn't want to drink this in the summer. No, I I think spring or fall would be. Yeah. There's a good chill going on right now where I think this is enjoyable. Just windy enough. There's yeah. a nice little breeze out here right now. It's not too sunny. It's overcast. Oh, agreed. Um, I think it, you know I think it's kind of perfect for kind of that. If you are going to drink in the summer, it's more like a bonfire type of beer. Agreed. Agreed. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, I think I think once the sun goes down, this is definitely more enjoyable. Yes. But when the sun's up. I think you might want to avoid this one. Yeah, not a terrible thing. There are beers that are like that that are very good. Oh, excuse me. I'm all, I'm all gassy today. <laughs> it's the burrito coming up. Uh, For time of year, though, I definitely would pick spring, though. I yeah, I, like I think I would lean spring. I think you want it a little, like, not too warm, but a little bit warmer. Uh, you know, maybe maybe light sweater weather, not heavy sweater weather. And definitely not, like, cold months. I, yeah. I feel like I could not drink this in the winter. Just because there is those this would not subtle, be enjoyable. yeah, there's those subtle citrus notes that I just feel don't fit the winter months as well. Rob, what would you pair this with? I'm intrigued to hear what you say because I, I, oh, I I'm, I'm struggling with this one. Fried chicken, buttermilk fried chicken. Okay, interesting. Uh, either like chicken tenders, I feel like would be really perfect with it. You dip those things okay. in buffalo sauce or ranch. I feel like. That'll uh, that'll complement kind of that creaminess, yeah. but also that spiciness will kind of cut through that a little bit. Okay, I could certainly see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe some Browns Browns chicken tenders. <laughs> now you're speaking my language here. Yeah. Right? yeah. Are, we, are we getting the crinkle cut fries on the side? Always, always. It's, this is why we're Do we friends. live in Chicago or no? Oh no, technically no, we, we don't. We, neither of us live in. <laughs> Do we live in the Midwest? Yes. Do we live in the Chicagoland area? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah. Some people. Some people will get mad at us, Tim. Well, if we say that. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Like the, the creaminess and the sweetness of it kind of makes me want to lean, not full-on dessert, but like, and like this isn't really a normal pairing, but like some kind of Jello. I feel like would go well with this. For whatever reason, and maybe it's just like that pineapple. Jello, interesting. Okay. I, I, like I'm just getting like a creamy sweetness to it. How about that rainbow jello? Did you ever have rainbow jello growing up where it's different layers of jello? Oh man, was I the only one? I'm gonna need a picture of that. I I've never heard of that, but really? I, I'd certainly try it. it. It's fantastic. Okay. Uh yeah, I mean like like if you just wanna go whatever kind of flavor jello you want to go with, I feel like it would go well with it. I and, yeah. and, and I'm I'm very aware that's a weird a weird food pairing to go with for beer but like just the creaminess and like the the sweetness that i'm kind of picking up on i think it would go well okay i think it would mesh well so interesting it's it's an it's a out of the box one but i'm going with it all right what are you rating this so i think this i think i could probably do I mean, I did. I did say I probably couldn't do a full four, so it probably would be a one and done for me. I would certainly get this again. Though. I think this would be one that is is it might be a good taper off beer. Yeah. Or it might be your last like kind of big beer of the day before you kind of switch to a pilsner or a light lager or even like a session or something like that. So I'm gonna give it a three point one five. 
Okay. I, I, I'm enjoying it, uh, and I, I, I think I can easily get through a glass, but I think more than one is enough. What are you scoring this, Rob? So, I am going to be right around kind of the same spot as you. I'm going to go 3.61. Okay. <laughs> Can't hate the game. Uh, I, respe uh, I respect the move. I respect the move. I'm gonna have to keep. I'm gonna have to hold on to that do right donut that I have now. <laughs> I wouldn't I, say it's a one and done. Uh, I definitely would get it again. Yeah, just I, I, like you said. Yeah. Um, some of that creaminess will vary, though. It, yeah, it's it'll, um, your, your mileage will vary. It'll hurt your mileage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but it's not a bad beer. I, I no. do enjoy it. It's yeah. I I don't know if I could buy a four pack of this. But if I was building a six-pack and this was an option, I'd certainly buy a can. Yeah. Um, maybe a two and done. I, two might be pushing. I think. I think it really. I, I think I would just probably do one, one and one. One and one night. Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe two, but I, you know, seven percent. I think that will start to wear on you. So I'm not going to go full deceptively smooth on you. No. Absolutely not. Um, anything else on what was this one? Juice trial. Juice trial. Yeah, juice trial. Anything else on this one, Rob? Any any closing thoughts? The creaminess is starting to hit. Like it's starting to sit a little heavier. Yeah. So I think I think we're gonna have to like mix it. We're gonna have to mix in a water here after yeah. this one. Re reestablish where we're sitting. Uh, but I, I, a solid beer. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. I would I would certainly get one get one again. There's definitely lactose in it, I would say. Yes. Yeah, and, definitely tasting a lactose. You know, for a lot of people, I understand lactose does vary. It, it, does. it can hit very heavy for some people. So. Correct. You know, if if you're not a, if you're not someone who you know lactose doesn't agree with you, I would probably steer away from this. I would. Yeah. I would. I would stick with a ghost electricity from them. Over yes. This. Absolutely. All right. Well. Rob, we will reconvene. I think I think we got at least one more in us. I think we could do it. I think we got one more. Absolutely. I think we can push two. Cheers. Cheers. Alrighty. Beer number seven. Brewery number seven. Rob, we're almost to the finish line. We are. Joe, first though, I want to acknowledge you got a nice haircut recently, didn't thank you? Thank you, thank you. Yes, I did. On Thursday, I went and met with our awesome, awesome barber, Candido. He hooked me up. He he ribbed me a little bit. My hair got a little long. It was it, it took <laughs> Probably me a little, waited a, a little too long, didn't you? Things got a little busy, but <laughs> Candido still hooked me up. He made my hair look as fresh as it can be. He hooked me up with a beard trim. Uh, I, I think my eyebrows are slim enough that I didn't need to get them oh, trimmed. They're very slim. Because it's, it's the summer nice. slim eyebrows. Yes. But uh, absolutely, Elevate Salon, if you guys are looking for a haircut, you're looking for a fresh new look in the summer, contact our guy Candido. He is going to hook you up with an amazing haircut at a very good cost. Uh, I mean, the guy has been doing this for 20 to 30 years. Yeah, he knows. Say. He knows what he's doing. He'll tell you what you're doing, what he's doing. He's gonna help your hair grow the right way. He's awesome. Yes, Elevate Salon, downtown Lagrange, on Calendar. Yes, the name of the road. Calendar Avenue Road. Not sure, but schedule your appointment now. Let him know the beer bro sent you, and he will give you a fist bump. Get those and eyebrows slim, and he'll cut an extra strand of hair for free. 
On your beard, too. On your beard, too, yeah. He will cut the fringe if you got a beard. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All righty. Rob, we are having Burnt City's two-headed boy, a pilsner. Can you give us a description on this? Yes. Honeyed malt and mild herbaceous hops. Our brewers drink more of this than anything else. Oh, okay. Okay. It was between this and a Kolsch, but it was a smoky one. We've done a lot of smoky beers today. We have. I felt, I felt it was best. We, we moved to a Pilsner. Nice and easy drinking. Should be nice and crisp. 5.1%. Very easy drinking. This is our taper off period. I think this, this is going to be a good one. What do, you, what do you smell? It smells very biscuity, little yes. bready, you know. Um, it smells really good. Uh, a lot like Pony Pilsner from Half Acre. Yes. Uh, Ooh, I like that comparison. Yeah. Okay. Very, very similar smell. About the same look. But Rob, as we've said many times today, taste is only, one thing. Or smell is one smell thing. Smell is one <laughs> Taste, we haven't said that today. Smell is one thing, taste is another. There's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, that is very refreshing. Yes. That is a, this is a very good tone setter for like kind of the end of a night. Uh, this would, I think this is also a very good start of the day beer too. Yeah. It um, even has like kind of a slight bitterness to, I, I think it's really pleasant. It's yes. not too overpowering. Um, it combines incredibly well with the crispiness of this beer. The beer is incredibly crispy, slight creamy mouthfeel. Yeah. Not too overpowering like the hazy we just had. Yes. I wouldn't say that was overpowering. I'm sorry. But it's not the, It's not too heavy. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't single out the beer for one taste. I Correct. Would, I Correct. should say. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, this is a very, very smooth beer. Um, enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Yeah, very, very, very enjoyable. Every, everyone agrees. It's lively here. Every, it's, it's, it's getting lively, folks. It's 8.30. Like, we're, we're, we're getting there. People have been drinking all day. It's a Saturday. Uh, it's a Saturday. It's Saturday's a Saturday. Saturday. Boys. Uh, Does that work? Saturday. Saturday. Saturday makes me want to go yay. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. Okay. Um, we're almost the 4th of July weekend, too. Yeah, long weekends are on the horizon. I think this would be a good Fourth of July, Fourth of July beer too. I think this would be a great golf beer. Yes, I would agree. I think if you put you know, you put this on the cart, you, you know, have a couple of these, especially earlier earlier in the day. Yeah, like I said, a good tone setter for the day. They're not going to lean too heavy on you. Yeah, agreed. I get a slight kind of ricey taste to it. Yeah, you know, kind of that traditional pilsner, kind of ricey, maybe biscuity taste if you yeah. want, if, if you're nasty. Um, if you're nasty. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I would, I would absolutely agree with you on that. So, Joe, what is the food pairing to go with? Yep. This? And I feel like I said this a lot with pilsners. I think this is a great pizza beer. Okay. Uh, especially if you're looking for a pizza, you're just, you're going for a max occupant. Yeah. A max taste factor on your pizza, like a Diagostino's, or you really want to savor that flavor. Nice Dags. Like nice, nice Dags pizza. Uh, <laughs> maybe even a Bertoli's pizza. Okay. Uh, I think this would go great. Maybe not a, you don't have to go a garbage, but you can go with just a simple sausage pizza. Maybe even a simple pepperoni. 
it, cheese. I mean, hey, I'm not going to discriminate. I like hey. a good cheese pizza every so often. I'm going to go with um, some Chicago food as well. Okay. Maybe maybe a nice Polish. Oh, are we getting are we getting to that drunk stage where we start talking like the Chicago, <laughs> like the Bill Swirsky super fans, Rob? We can start doing that. The listeners I, will hate it. I had the Polish sausage. That's what I'm putting. Uh, that's what I'm pairing this with. I'm putting some like some grilled onions on there. I'm pairing it with this. I think it has a perfect. Uh, I think it's a perfect food pairing right there. I, that that is a very good one, especially you know, especially get a good like fresh bun with that too. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm all in on that. Yeah, I think a p- yeah, pizza, sausage, and you know even like a burger. I think this would go really yeah. well with. I think this is a great beer to pair with any kind of food. Uh, like a, it's a good dinner beer. It's you know it's not too heavy. Five point one percent. Yes. It's a two two headed boy, or yeah, two headed boy, right? Yeah. Uh, that, it, boy. It's going to go incredibly smooth and incredibly well with just about anything you pair this way. Time of year? I think optimal is summer. Like I could, I could easily see myself if, if this were at a ball game or you know even if I was just at a friend's house, we were watching a game. Yeah. I could definitely enjoy a few of these. I could also do a summer. Like if I, if, if we got a picture of this, we're hanging out watching. You know maybe maybe uh, maybe like a Sunday football. Like we got a picture of this. I think this would be a really good. You said Sunday. summer twice. You mean fall, fall. or what? Okay. Summer and fall. Yes. Okay. Uh, like I, you know, like I think, I think it's crisp enough where it can still give you that kind of warmness that you're looking for. Yeah. During the fall, I would really enjoy it. I feel like this doesn't have a month. I could drink this in the winter. I could drink this in the summer. It doesn't matter what. What's your I'm most watching. optimal time? Though? Optimal though. Yeah, um, I'll say tailgate season. So I will okay. go football. I'll go fall. Yeah, I, I could definitely switch see it tailgate. Up from like an Oktoberfest, or even like around Thanksgiving time. You know, I feel like that's a great time to drink. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see tailgate, especially with you. Know, typically, the goal of a tailgate is you get. A little, a little tipsy. Yes. I think you get a four, six, you know, four or six pack of this, and really, really enjoy yourself. You know, you, you, you pace yourself. You have, you can have six, and you're still coherent enough to enjoy what you're having for the rest of the day, and you just have a really good beer while you're doing it. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of this one. Yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, going along the lines, do you want me to score first? I do actually. Okay. I'm curious how high you go on this. Is this, is this? Whole reliable territory. I think it is. I think you know a pilsner. You know a pilsner done right can yeah. can really be an old reliable. It's something. I think a pilsner is the one type of beer that you can, like you said, any time of the year. And if you're at Binnie's, you're at Jewel, you're looking for a beer, and you see a good pilsner like this or Pony or um, the one from Alarmist. Uh, Pilsner pants or something like that. Oh, uh, what was it called? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, if you guys it. have listened, you know that you know what I'm talking about. Um, I, uh, it's something pants. That's what I remember. Something like crispy pants or something like that. Crispy pants might be the crispy answer. Crispy boy. It might be crispy boy. You, you might be right. There's there's a guy wearing pants on the can. Rob's gonna look that up. But I, a a really good pilsner done right. Can can be an old reliable. I think this one it is, is crispy boy. Crispy boy from from Alarmist. That so, was a really good pilsner. Yeah, a, a pilsner done right. I think it. Well, what did I score that one? If you if you don't mind looking that up. I will get that for you. Um, I, I'm gonna give it an old reliable. I'm gonna go four points. Drum roll, please. You 
You're at a four flat for crispy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I'm gonna go four point one two. Really, I really like this one. I had crispy boy from Alarmus at four point two nine. Um, is this going higher? It's going slightly lower just because I feel like I have to have Crispy Boy on draft, which I haven't had. Fair. I'll go 4.25. 4.25, very respectful. This is a very, very good beer. Like I said, a a good taper-off beer and also a good tone-setter beer. Yeah. Um, I think you can have this really at any, like Rob said, any time. There's no defined time. But especially a summer day when it's maybe a little hot, you're looking for some refreshing drinks. I, I'd look for two-headed boy. Yeah. Rob, any last notes here on bur- anything anything related to Burnt City and two-headed boy? That's it for me. I think we got one more in us, Rob. I think we do. I I I, I, I scouted out bold bold dog. I think we can. I think we can find one. We'll do it together. We'll hold hands. But till then. Everybody, we'll be right back. And here we are. One more. We are at the end of the of the rainbow here. Very fitting. Yes. Uh, we, we have made it to. We have. I mean, we've been at brewery number six or yeah, six through eight. No, five through eight. But we're here. We're at beer number eight. Well, technically, a lot of other beers in between. But beer number eight on the podcast. It's been a long day, but it's been a fun one. It's been a very fun one. Thanks I, for joining us. Yes, thanks Thanks for joining us on this journey. Rob, thank you for joining me on this journey. Thanks for joining me. Oh, my, you're just stealing from me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are having our last beer. It is from Bold Dog Brewing Company. Rob. Not Bulldog. Bold. Bold. B-O-L-D. Bold. Yeah. Uh, Rob, what is the beer that you have chosen for us for our final one? The name of the beer is Arnie. Like Ooh. an Arnie, Arnie Palmer. Or Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Uh, this is a throwback to the double IPAs of yesteryear. This double IPA packs a bitterness that's fantastic. Chill. We did our best to balance out the bitterness with caramel malt. After all, isn't that what's best in life? One drink and you'll be back. Come on, do it. Do it now. And yes, this beer is a tribute to the former gummy bear of Canicornia. Okay. I don't know what the reference is. We'll have to look that one up. I feel like, come on, do it now. Like, I think of Parks and Rec, like Paul Rudd, you know? I when he of, was playing... Uh, I think of Dinner for Schmucks when Steve Carell says, do it. Okay. I don't know. I think of, um, I don't really think of, a, honestly, I don't really Bobby think Newport, of you know, Paul Rudd from, uh, yeah. I, I understand what you're okay. saying. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's take a look, so, whoa, do we have an ABV on this one? We do, it's uh, 8.5%, all so right. We're the heaviest of... Going out on style. <laughs> uh, going out in style. What, we want to smell, we want, we want to talk a little bit about the beer here? Um, I feel like smell. the multi caramely like... Yeah, you do get a good... The bill is, uh, it's very heavy in the smell. In the smells. <laughs> uh, very dark colored beer, like kind of a Vienna style, like very, very dark. Yeah, I agree with that. But Rob, taste, look, smell, they're all different, and there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. For one last time. Oh. 
That is not really what I was expecting, especially from the smell. That is very, very light on the tongue. I am feeling the opposite because when I don't think it's too heavy. When I poured it, it was described as a West Coast IPA when I first went up there, and then on tap it was described as an Imperial. Um, there's a lot of carameliness to this. I think it's got a heavier build to it going down. Um, definitely goes down like a double for me. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say it's deceptively smooth. I, I certainly would not throw it in that category. No. I think it is just a lot smoother than I was maybe anticipating. Okay. Um, it's different expectations. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Maybe we just want to bet. Yeah, I think it's it's not terrible. I, I you do get that kind of roasty, a lot of heavy malt flavor too. Yes, and I, I think I was kind of hoping for more a like fresh off taste to it when I okay. saw West Coast IPA. Fair. Um, you know, this is definitely yeah, like like, like you said, more malty. Yeah. So I'm a little disappointed. Uh, That's fair. I like the malt. I like the maltiness in this. Um, I can already tell this is going to be. It's already like it's out of its element. I would say this is not like the ultimate. Uh, the, the well, what, optimal, what, what is the optimal time for this round? Probably winter. Interesting. I'm gonna say winter, just because of kind of that subtle caramely sweetness. I feel like I would enjoy this more in the winter time as opposed to in the summer. I think I would go fall. I mean, winter is certainly definitely an option. Yeah. I think fall might be the most optimal. You get that. It's not too, it's not too, too cold, uh, but I think you still get a nice kind of wind chill there. Maybe you're sitting around a bonfire. Uh, I think this would be really good around, you know, around that late September, early October time frame. Okay. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I like, I, I think, I, I think the multi backbone does, does it for me. So, yeah, I like it. Would you be able to find something to pair this with, Rob? <laughs> You know, to kind of piggyback off your uh, your bonfire uh, type of idea, maybe I'll do a s'more. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, are are you going a traditional s'more, or are you playing around with the formula? Are you putting a Reese's thin on there? Are you doing Kit a Kat? I like your style. All right. I'll yes, go with Kit, Kit Kat. Kat. Give it a little crunchiness there. Yeah, I can. You know? I can dig with it. I can dig it. I can dig it. You know, Get the wafers. Um, I like my marshmallow a little, a uh, little more toasted than usual. Okay. Um, I like I, it. You know, where it's kind of like melting in your mouth. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm going with. I like it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a pretzel. You know, we started the day with a pretzel. I'm gonna end our day with a pretzel. Ooh, here. I like this. I, I, I think like a, and maybe not like like I think like. Yeah, I think you and I have talked about it. like maybe like a darker pretzel, like a like it's not as like light brown. It's a little bit more darker brown. Okay. I don't know if it's like a different dough that they use, but like that's kind of what I'm looking at. Okay. Is, is it like kind of a darker, soft pretzel? Uh, maybe go with a little bit more of a spicier mustard. I think that'll help cut through some of that maltiness. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that would be a really good way to really good way to pair this with. Okay. What are you scoring this? How low are we going? So, this is going to be in the one-and-done territory for me. Um, debating, I think I like it more than Fermi. Okay. So, I'm going to go 2.35 here. 2.35. I, I, I like this one. I certainly would say it's a one-and-done. I think you could maybe stretch to two. Um, you know, 
I, I do like a good kind of malty or malty backbone on some some beers. I think this works pretty well. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll go three flat. I like this one. I I not sure if I would really seek it out, but I it, you know I wouldn't turn it away. Okay. All right, Rob. I would say this has been a highly successful day. Oh man, it's this it's has been, been awesome. I think this might have to be a yearly tradition. We find a path every year. I uh, I would be down for this. Yeah. All right. I think we uh, do we do you know, eight? Maybe not. Probably not. Six, I think, is our magic number. Do we visit different breweries next year? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think. I think. Yeah. I think maybe next year we can do a suburb one. We'll figure it out. We got a whole year to figure that out, Rob. And you know what? I just want to take this time. I know it's not technically our hundredth episode, but we're pretty damn near close. So I just want to thank everyone who has stayed with us through a pandemic and all sorts of other shit that's going on in this world. We really appreciate you guys tuning in every week or whenever the hell we put out a podcast and, <laughs> and, and, and listening to us. We couldn't do it without you guys. We couldn't. And Absolutely not. Yes. Uh, thank so you for listening. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. You guys help give us an excuse to drink more. Always fun. <laughs> in a good way, not a bad yes. way. Yes. We get to try different beers. <laughs> yes. We get to try new and beers. Best of all, that- I do it with my best buddy. Yes. We get out of our element as well. Call me your best buddy, too. You're my best buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're approaching the end of this thing. (laughs) We gotta gotta go home. Uh, No, truly appreciate it, guys. Rob, this has been awesome. I think next year we expand it. Expand it? Meaning we have more people. Oh, okay. We we can certainly do that. Yeah. I I, I can get on board with this. Uh, Yeah, we'll do it. All right. Well, Rob. Well, I I, I say we, we, we did a successful job. Winner of the day. Ducks fly together. Absolutely. And no actually, doubt. you know what? No, I'm sorry. The winner of the day, you and Us. I. This was a good day. Our friendship stuck together <laughs> after this. <laughs> we survived a whole day together. Uh, as always, <laughs> we invite you to try these beers along with us. I definitely challenge you guys to venture to these breweries. Absolutely. Try their beers out. Absolutely. Yeah, please do so responsibly. Do not drink and drive. A lot of these places are right by L trains. Ubers are available. Take the L. Take public yes. trains. Take an Uber. Be do safe. not drink and drive. Please be safe. We love all of you. And, and cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Our goodbye.